Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey. And I'm joined this evening, um, along with a, a myriad of beers, which I'll be consuming over the next hour. Uh, I've got a hip-hop artist um, who has been one of the most consistent artists uh, to come out of the Milwaukee scene uh, of the year so far. He's been dropping uh, lots of singles, lots of videos, a um, couple EPs, the most recent of which is called Dub is Down. Um, you can stream it everywhere. I'm excited to talk to him about his passions, artistry, and why he does what he does. Thank you very much, Dubsack, for joining me tonight. Thank you for having me. How you doing? Shit, not bad. Just got home. How are you? I'm good. Had a productive day. Um, so I'm definitely ready to uh, drink some beers. Um, but yeah, man, uh, what'd you do today? Worked, then had to go take my little brother to swim class at my old high school. And then, yeah, turns out it fucking snowed on the day I had swim class. So that was fun. Yeah. It, yeah. Because it's... of COVID, they don't let you change, like, in the locker room at all. So they essentially want you to leave what, right? Oh, yeah, that sucks. Fuck, yeah, fuck that. I, I changed in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty miserable. We definitely got that false spring this last week. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's still winter as hell you know <laughs> today um, yeah and i wore sandals so geez got a lot of slush in my socks <laughs> man that's the most midwest shit i've ever heard <laughs> and i wore shorts to it so yeah i'm from, from wisconsin <laughs> yeah, right i mean i'd probably do some shit like that too myself what is it it's 905 right now i'm usually in bed by now like just chilling my i have a problem where like i can't like I can be tired, right? But my brain will keep going. Like, there'll be times where, like, I have to, like, go to bed because you have to be healthy type of thing. But, like, my brain wants to, my brain's like, yo, let's snap out an album tonight. Or, you know, uh, fucking yeah. scroll through Instagram for hours. So, right. You make a little time for everything, it sounds. You know, you work. I'm in the studio right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you work, create, and you sleep. Um, yeah. Uh, dub sack what we talked about on mr nice guy we talk love and fear passion and creativity and so i've known about you for a couple of years now but this is our first real like actual interaction um we've been covering your music like crazy on breaking and entering the last couple of months um, since i was like 16 you guys you guys were like the first blog first anybody to really like actually not give me some copy and paste bullshit you know what i mean like it actually seems like you guys like you know listen break it down like i like that like sure well i'm glad uh that's what we pride ourselves on so well that's shit then that's all alan then he's been following you for a couple years yeah uh, i know yeah i've talked to alan a couple times yeah um that's my brother um and i'm i'm excited about what we've been building um, mm -hmm. But we can't do it. We, we cannot do it without mad, consistent artists such as yourself. So, um, to start uh, where I usually start with these interviews. Uh, so, Dubsec, tell me where you grew up. Um, well, in Milwaukee, on the south side. Okay. Um, 
Where'd you go to high school? I got, all right, so got accepted into Reagan. Missed the first two weeks. I, I didn't even know school started. I, I want to say they start earlier because they're like a college prep school. Um, tried coming in. They were like, yeah, no, you bailed. So then my dad had just moved into West Dallas. So I went to um, Nathan Hale High School from freshman to junior year. And then I graduated in Madison through like an online academy. So like senior year, I basically, I was working at Walmart. Spent, I mean, I'm gonna keep it real since I already graduated. Shout out Quizlet. Used Quizlet maybe once every three weeks, knocked out all the schoolwork. And then I had free time, which got me in a lot of trouble, but also allowed me to record a lot. That's dope. I feel that. I um I used a lot of uh spark notes in my day in high school to start. Uh tell me about like the role that music sort of played in your life when you were younger, when you were a kid. Like what did you listen to growing up? Um how would it eventually lead into you making music yourself? Um well I'd say I say music's always been around. My dad used to make music. He's been a part of a couple groups and stuff. Um, so we we had like an in-house studio, but I never like was like allowed in that room type of thing. I would go in there, but you know, there was like studio equipment and other shit going on in there. And I, I remember that from like being little, but as far as like what I listened to, I came up on a lot of like oldies. My mom played like a lot of like Mary J. Blige, stuff like that. My dad more so like DMX, Pac, Wu Tang. I got Wu Tang right here. Right. So I mean, I came up on like that kind of shit. Lil Wayne, like, I f like Wayne's one of my like I reference him a lot, especially in some like shit I got coming up. Like, I think he's uh, his wordplay. I feel like this goes over the head sometimes. I have to, like when I read the lyrics. I'm just like, yo, like, it's just, it's inspiring, but it's just like, it always tri trips me out how like people more so like listen to the bop and shit. I, I feel like since a kid, I've more been towards like the, I don't know, you know what I'm trying to say? Like what you get from it, like more so like the story or what they're saying. But I, yeah. I don't know. I don't even care about rhyming necessarily. Like the narrative, so much, like yeah. the narrative. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because in some of my shit, like, I don't even force the rhyme if it doesn't rhyme, but I want to get something across. I'll just do it, but you gotta like finesse the way you say it to make it work. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. No, I I got what you, I I definitely know what you mean. Um. <clears throat> yeah, because like wordplay is dope, but overall, like delivery is also half of it too i think that that's what like brings it to like the, the real artistry level because anybody can kind of like bop on a beat you know at least attempt and it could sound cool but like you're not really like saying shit it's kind of right yeah which i've noticed you really uh you're you're pretty good at doing that um yeah. <laughs> i yeah, so tell me, like, when you really started making music, like, when it all kind of really started for you, like, uh, yeah, 
freshman year of high school is like when I first first like attempted to even try it I'd say there was like a time like maybe like fifth or sixth grade I feel like maybe a couple people have probably done that where you just like freestyle but it's ass but your homies are gassing you up and <laughs> you know what I mean but like you don't even at least for me I didn't ever take it seriously but I'd say like freshman year I was with this with my guy from high school and he he would freestyle he was known as like the rapper dude he rapped since sixth grade you know what I mean and I was with him one time first time I ever smoked mm -hmm. and he put a beat on he was rapping he was like come on come on come on and I'm I'm like shy and like it takes me a minute and even to like rap in front of someone I was like not going for it but I tried and like we were with some girls and they they said it was hot dude said it, he was like damn bro like you don't rap and I was like nah and I was asked back then but like they made me feel like a man so I ended up going to the studio with my dad uh the band center and uh recording my first song just like that damn that's pretty cold <laughs> So were you like a lunch table beat type kid, like at school, like where you were making like the beats on the, like we, yeah we, we did show? that yeah yeah we we did that we you know we've been doing that like since kids and shit but it was never I don't think I don't think it hooked me until high school and not even freshman year because I I want to say I'd stop I made maybe like three or four songs. And people in school were, like, fucking with them and shit. They kept playing them, and it was cool, but, like, I feel like I didn't have it. I don't, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but, like, I, I didn't have that passion for it. It was just, like, a hobby at first. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I I totally know what you're saying. And I want to say maybe, like, a year, year and a half after that little period, like, I didn't, I didn't write. I didn't record. It was just I dropped a couple songs, you know, and then, like, I've always – like loved English though. I've always had like straight A's in English. My my English teacher still uses my poem from a uh, freshman year as like the class example. Like word. I've, I've always like liked poetry and shit. But I I don't think it hit me until like I needed it in a way. Like where like music became that like outlet and like just like that friend, like that comfort. Yeah. No, I I I feel you like. I was definitely more of an English kid too. Mm -hmm. I was gravitated towards like nomenclature and just finding. Ink. I love just finding like big words, mm -hmm. to like um, to like kind of. It was sort of like a pride thing where I felt like I was cool because like I could use different words that other kids like didn't know yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, it's it's an art form for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, do you remember what that first song you made was? Yeah, it was called uh, "Front to the Back." Front to the back. Uh, is it? Does it still exist somewhere? Yeah, I want to say it's pro. It might be on my YouTube unlisted or something, or it might be on. It, you know what? It's on Reverb Nation still. Uh. Yeah. A lot of my old, old, old. I used to go as E-dubs. A lot of my E-dubs is out there still on like different pages. And... Yep. As long as with dubstep music that low key, I know I like drop a lot, but I have, my problem is I have so much in the vault that there may or may not be other pages out there that drop dubstep music that doesn't 
get promoted or doesn't get posted about as little Easter eggs there might be. I don't know, but. Well, it is almost Easter. Easter <laughs> is coming up, so those eggs got to be dropping somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I've been doing that maybe for like a year or two. There's just like a song that even I actually I dropped two songs this week on just YouTube alone. Just like one of them's a demo, just something I made at home with no engineering, like stuff like that. I I still feel like need to see the light of day, but they might not necessarily like be a priority or something. So I just sprinkle them, and then if they come up later, they do. Yeah, I get that. Um, yeah. Well, it's kind of dope that you get to do that, though, because you kind of get to test the waters with different tracks on, like, mm -hmm. an entry-level platform like YouTube, you know? Um, mm -hmm. um, how did you become Dub Sack? Where did that come from? All right. Well, <laughs> so I did a, a showcase event at, um, I, I don't know if you're familiar with Afton, Afton Shows. Oh yes, I have heard a lot about after shows. Yeah, I've yeah I've learned a lot from them. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I did a showcase for them. I want to say when I was sixteen under E Dubs, and I had a song called Monte Carlo, which is about my car head, and it was like a smoking song. So, on stage, you know, big flexor, sixteen years old, you know, pulled out my little, my little skimp blunt. I put, I put like a gram, it was like a gram or a gram and a half in a backwood, pulled it out, and someone's like, bro, shove the dub sack in the wood, they were flat, they were roasting me, they're like, skin, blood. they were talking shit, like they were just hopping on my ass and calling me dub sack, so the, the EP was called Young Dub Sack, but I, like, that was before I even came up with the name necessarily, but it was just like referencing a dub sack, like a bag of weed that cost 20 bucks. And in that song, I say something young dub sack. And then they were like just roasting that one part and then saying I was smoking dub sacks and that's all I could smoke. And so, I don't know, it just kind of stuck. I kind of like liked, in a weird way, I liked the energy coming from the hate in a weird way. Like, all right, if it's stuck in your mouth like that, talk all the shit you want, but like, if yeah. you check it out and you listen, you might actually like fuck with it. Yeah, you claimed that shit. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. And people, people call me nutsack. They say anything you can think of, but like, I don't know. I look at it like if the music's if the music is good, if they talk, oh nutsack, nutsack, and they check it out, maybe they'll actually fuck with it and then you know respect it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's kind of like a twisted strategy at it, but I mean. It works. <laughs> it works. Yeah, definitely. Um, so you just kind of started, uh, like, working at it from there, just, you know, making it more of, like, a, a habit and shit like that? I'd, I'd, honestly, I'd say I started actually taking it, like, a habit more, more so maybe, like, when I turned 18. And I made the step to actually drop a song on all platforms. I feel like once that happened and then I actually like could gauge the reactions off like different platforms, I feel like that's when I was like, okay, you know, people like it. 
type of thing. And I think that's when I, I I'd say that's when I started taking it seriously. So it may be like two years now because Roly dropped December 2018. So maybe like two years of actually like put forth like effort and actually like tried, I'd have to say. Wait, so you're, you're only 20? Mm-hmm. So, damn. Well, you're killing it, man. Um, I'm, I just turned 25 and people think I'm in my 30s. <laughs> I think it's the beard. I get that. Yeah, I just, I just started growing this out because like it used to get all patchy and not like, because I just started at the metal shop job. People had no idea I was 20. Uh, yeah, the beard is, uh, it's amazing how people take you like way more seriously and shit, <laughs> you know? I think people take me serious until like they like are around me for a minute and then they're like, Oh, bro's goofy is a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, how old are you, bro? <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, yeah. People, uh, like, same. Like, I'll, like, you know, conduct myself well, like, at first around new people. But once they, like, once a couple layers, like, come off, they're like, yeah. man, like, this man, this man's weird as fuck, bro. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm okay with that. Um, well, shit, dude, uh, we can pull up, uh, I'm going to pull up Spotify. Yeah, just a little, some background behind some of this, this new stuff you dropped. So, um, you had a very, very productive 2020. Mm-hmm. A very productive 2020. Um, and uh, we think we covered most of these. Um, Jesus Peace, that was the one with the music video uh, that yeah. we had in the writer's room. Uh, tell me about that song. The song itself? Yeah. Um, it's more so about, like, I don't know, the main, main, main focus of it is, like, shining. And that's, you know, hence shining like a Jesus piece. It's just about proving your doubters wrong type that's just like the general vibe I actually I made that song when I was 17 and it was like something I scrapped and yeah so I can't really like remember my particular mindset during that time but just like overall just trying like an uplifting song just talking dope for sure uh tell me about t-shirt t-shirt that one I wrote back in i want to say last april ish and uh just trying to sing it real quick in my head yeah right that song more you know i made that song after a breakup and it was more so like me trying to like build from it rather than like revert and like show who I can be rather than who I'm trying to be and I'm trying to be better that's more of a more you know overall meaning it just talks about like a lot of moments like lowness and like still building up from it regardless yeah for sure I went through something similar in the last year so I get it Uh, tell me about uh acorn the one with uh, the goofy ass cover art. This one? Yeah. 
<laughs> Man, right, can I tell you how the cover art came up? Yeah, of course. All right, all right, so for some reason, Russia loves me. I don't know why, but so a Russian fan, I I like, I don't know, I, I try to engage with my fans as much as I can. Just It's it's hard, so I used to talk to everybody, but now I just, like, I follow back, like, the ones who I, like, tell really, really fuck with me and who, like, constantly reach out. So, like, I, I engage with them more so often than the other ones. But um, so I checked out this fan's page. They draw. And they just, I don't know, they, like, their drawings were so weird to me. And I posted a picture of me in the mirror at work, like, <laughs> yeah, I, I just, I don't know, I just, I sent it to them, and I was like, yo, can you draw me as an acorn? And they did that, it. Yeah. They did it. I, I had the song made already, and they did it, so I used it as the cover art, and yeah, acorns. <laughs> but, um, That's mad dope. <laughs> yeah, a lot, a lot of my stuff, believe it or not, like, it's, like my main graphic artist right now, I met him through Instagram. He lives in Austria. Oh, wow. and like I like to like, I like to outsource a lot rather than, I don't know, because I, I feel like people from other countries too, like they their their perception and stuff is just like so, like different. It's like inspired yeah. by different shit. So like I feel like yeah. there's something of mine to come from that. It is. It always just looks cool to me. Yeah. No, that's that's awesome. Um. Yeah, you should. Sounds like uh, it's a tour waiting to happen out there for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need, yeah, I need to like. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that's pretty dope. Also, that you know, you've gained enough traction to like where you don't have the capacity to be able to talk to every single person who is yeah. like with you. But like, I mean, that's a really good. That's a good thing. Like, whole hundred percent because it's like, mm -hmm. man, like you're reaching. Well, I'm not, I'm not sure if you followed my um, Instagram in like 2017, 2018, but I had six to 7,000 followers on my old account and I was on live every day, posting every day, yada, yada, yada. I promoted Roly for a year straight. Yeah. <laughs> nice. You know what I mean? Like stuff like that. And what I found is I just, I was giving more time into that than actually recording and like I, I didn't record it like barely that during that time period I was always on my phone well so, that's okay I mean still you were doing something at that age which is more than yeah. more than I can say for myself um you know at 16 17 years old um yeah, yeah man uh so the next one I want to talk about is my my favorite song you've dropped that I've heard of yours is Guilt. Oh, uh, yeah. okay. Wow. I love it because it's so dark and like yeah. tormenting, like heavy, sad boy mm -hmm. rap song. And, um, and I mean, I'm a very emotional person, so I gravitate towards that a lot. And uh, I'm glad you actually like brought this one out because I feel like this is by far one of the most slept on things I've put out. Like it, it has probably like 36 plays on Spotify. Man. Yeah. Well that song, man, I'm probably gonna listen to it after this actually. But uh that song like like I've been dealing with mental health issues for a very long time. And mm -hmm. like 
it, that song kind of just reminds me of like the relationships and friendships I've had where something went wrong or some we had a fallout or something and it just made me feel like just like destroying myself and, uh, and almost like you can't help but feel like you let this happen that's the exact honestly if i didn't write that not saying like you know whatever but i wrote that song in like those moments of the it was a couple of days before i turned 20 a lot of shit going on I don't know, I felt like suffocated. I felt like suffocated in a weird way, like with everything going on around me. My whole my whole life did like a 360. Like I I like I reset. I had to like, you know, move, buy everything again, learn how to um spend time alone. You know, I just I had like a complete reset and then the uh the place I was staying at, it just I didn't have that comfort there. Or none of that. I just felt like really like alone and like really, you know, when you're alone, you reflect and then sometimes you tend to blame yourself, even if it's not your fault. And yeah, that's like the main the main thing of that song is like living with like that guilt, like you did something wrong and it's going to eat you alive until like you, you know, you come to like the conclusion that like shit happens and, you know, you just got to keep going, keep rolling through. But man, like that song, I, I didn't want to put it out at all. I didn't want my mom or my dad or my family. I didn't want nobody to hear that because that was like real shit, how I feel. And when you when you tell people that they ought to, it's, I don't know, it's like, I, I, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but it's an example. I put that song out. It was out for maybe a month or two. Then I accompanied it with the lyric video. And as soon as the lyric video drops, family start reaching out, friends start reaching out. And I'm like, what's up? And they're like, I, well, I read your lyrics. Well, I played this song for you. Damn, you're crying. Uh, I, you know, but you, you don't listen to the words or what? Like, I don't know. Like, the shit was there. And I played it for my dad the night I made it before it was engineered. And I was fucked up, like, fucked up. Yeah. Like, I was like, not only scared to play it for him, but like I had my own shit going on. I was fucked up. Like I did not know there was like a weird, like thin line between like reality and how I'm perceiving everything. Like it was just I was down bad, and yeah, I don't even think he caught it then until the lyric video came out. And I was just like, you know, I'm good now, but like, yeah, you know, someone should have like said something back then. <laughs> yeah, right, 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 right. Like, yeah they notice when it's like spelled out for them, but like when it, when it first appears, but yeah, dude. And it's what I like what you did with that one also is how the cover art is such a like contrast to the nature of the song. Like it's mm -hmm. this like rainbow and like this blue sky. That'll be all credit due to my guy in Austria. I, I always send him the songs and I tell him to play them and kind of, He's an artist himself too, so I think that might help it. But yeah, that's he he made the cover art. He came up with that on his own. I let him play the songs and I I always give him I give everybody pretty much, even producers or people who I'm trying to get features from, like, what do you want? You know, I'm just like I, I believe creative control 
is best because I hate when I'm a feature on something and they're like, can you deliver how you did on Recluse? <laughs> and I'm just like, or you can let me do my thing. And right. we'll, we'll it's like, that was, that was Recluse. All right. This yeah. is now. <laughs> yeah. As um, heavy that is for your loved ones to hear a song like that. I mean, that just shows that that's how important it is that you did put it out. It made, it made my ex cry. She called me crying, listening to it. Man, for real. It's good you could be so honest and vulnerable in a way that a lot of people are afraid to. Yeah. That's one thing I think I've gained, gained though, in the past year definitely is just, like, the vulnerability just with the music. A lot of this stuff has been said, but, like, you guys haven't heard it, you know what I mean? And Or maybe I haven't even recorded it, but I, I write all the time. Not, any, not anymore, but I used to write all the time. Anytime I'm feeling some type of way, anything, I'd always write it out. And it, I mean, my notes, I have like over 10,000 notes of just little random shit. You know what I mean? And it's stuff like that. Like, that's always been like my little way. And I feel like in the past year, I've gained like the confidence to like bring it to light, you know, let people in on it. Because I don't want people to think like dub sex, just like some dude that like, yeah, he got bars. Yeah, whatever. But it's like, there's a person too like and I feel I feel like a lot more than I show often because I'm like really reserved and weird but there's a lot that goes on <laughs> and like you know I think guilt like shows that at least yeah absolutely I would say so and then that's a good segue into the the project that followed shortly after that was doomed you dropped this yeah. one right before Christmas um tell me about this project and kind of what place it came from um honestly honestly I was just recording a lot um I had shot a video with uh Redline a couple couple months before Doom dropped and me and Nolan the guy that you know shoots he's uh he's in high school still and you know I just I would play his album, play the album and play random songs I got. And he's like, yeah, I really like that one. Really like that one. I was like, Nolan, set us, set up like a track list and pick something like the similar vibe or something you think can go together. Cause it's been a year since I dropped the EP. Cause the last one before that was worship. And even back then th there was a theme in that, but it just songs tossed together. So doomed was mainly just songs, honestly tossed together. But I put MCTS on there, even though it came out like a year or not even a year before, but, you know, like 10 months before. Just because I think like the tracks we did end up choosing for Doomed, I, I think definitely like the first half leading into MCTS 2 show more of like a lyrical side and more of like a little more of the vulnerability, but also, you know, just like lyrical a little bit more. Because like I don't just rap like that was a poem I wrote to no beat just a poem mm -hmm. and it turned into a song you know what i mean so that kind of like set the tone for it i think but yeah nolan pretty much pieced it together and we just went you know back and forth on like you know which songs should go where and other than that that's how that project honestly came about now coming into 2021 here uh pretend this was the first single mm -hmm. uh tell me about this one Pretend. Well, the bar that stuck out to me the much 
the most why I named it pretend is um I'm a nice dude, but it's all pretend. On the inside, I got murder on my head. Type like that's like the oh, yeah. man. That's so, I feel that I feel that hard. I feel like like obviously a Mister Nice guy, mm -hmm. but like there's a lot of pain in within me. Like I'm not just some hollow shell. Like yeah. I I I relate to that. I think I think like. As far as like what that, you know, what that meaning goes and all that, I just feel like I used to be on such dumb shit and such bullshit and just, you know, I feel like I grew up at a really young age yeah. and I'd say like 16, 17, even late, leading into 18, like I really just had to like cut off a lot of like shit I was in, shit I was in and I really like had a moment with myself like I can't can't be in this and I can't be in music at the same time because this can take away music and everything. Yeah. So, I mean, I really made like a lot of like changes around me as far as like who I surround myself with. And, you know, couple couple of the people, you know, have changed, you know, and I've kept around, but it's a lot of people just be on bullshit and just, they don't really see the future, like longevity of shit. Right. And yeah. I saw, I, don't know, I feel like I caught that at a young age. Like, I just, like, I don't know. Mm. Like, I feel you can never be, like, content. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, that's, that's something I struggle with constantly, personally, like, like, trusting people. Yeah, yeah. Because part of me, it's like, I want, I really want to trust people. But, you know, a lot of times, like, you're, the world just proves you can't and yeah. it's difficult to cope with um, mm -hmm. and you definitely got to move around certain people for sure um cpr the one that dropped on valentine's day tell me about this one <laughs> all right that's the first song probably that i've recorded on like a full stomach <laughs> word okay <laughs> Weird, weird thing about me, if I'm recording, I don't, like, I like to be on an empty stomach. I don't know why. It's just when I eat, I feel, like, more, like, sluggish, more, like, I take more breaths or I burp in between each take. I don't, I don't know what it is, but that song somehow I made after eating a double quarter pounder from McDonald's and, like, 20 chicken nuggets. I don't know how I did it. But yeah. I did. So, Dub is down. Your most recent. Um, so... I remember I just like straight up said because you know I, I felt like we were kind of following just like a thematic odyssey um from just covering you the last couple months where it's like man is he all right he's running mm -hmm. a lot of like you know he's really going it sounds like he's going through a lot right now like I, I just like was feeling like man like well yeah like guilt guilt was recorded in like June I'm not sure when that released, but yeah, Guilt was recorded in June, but um, Dub is Down, I made in December. I made the whole the whole EP in a week. Um, I was on quarantine. So, you said right. <laughs> no, honestly, that, that whole album just came from like, uh, it's more so reflection, if anything. Like not anything actively like, I'm not going to say it doesn't actively bother me because obviously, you know, shit dwells and 
you you know you think about it here and there, but it was more so like a reflection thing. Like I was just like, I wanted because how doomed how doomed came about where it's just a bunch of songs thrown together. I actually wanted to go for like a theme or at least like a general like understanding of like you know the project as a whole. So I chose like that because I I mean it's still somewhat fresh. So I had like a lot to like talk about a lot that I could say a lot that I was like too iffy to say before yeah yeah I mean it sounded like you were you were making some headway like it's it did still sound like you're still in pain but you're still at least like you know compartmentalizing the different shit and like you're actually working through it so the video to I could never like this is a fun video like it's (laughs) Just you just breaking shit and like losing your mind and I liked the whole concept of um you guys went with that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we uh Nolan Nolan likes he's like a big fan of doing like running gun videos. Okay. So we literally linked up. I was like, yo, we're moving out of this apartment in like a day. Got an empty apartment, some shit laying around. A melon, <laughs> a melon, yeah, a watermelon. After I, after the floors just got cleaned, <laughs> but yeah, man, it was it was just like it was random. We put a candle in the cabinet, which I didn't like. I, I I'm weird with fire. I, Being all fucked up and losing your mind over it, like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, I liked it. Um, yeah, his so- idea, his idea was like, uh, like skits schizo dub that's what he kept saying while we were yeah saying. yeah like, where you're like delusional and shit yeah he was like, he's to... like tweak out tweak out and i'll be like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah no i yeah for sure um well uh i guess that leads us to what are you uh working on now what's next well i got w with a cape done that's my follow-up album to the rest of them what's came so far that one that one's done i want to say i recorded a majority of it maybe in september see i I like to hold on to stuff and like see if it still sounds good like five months later six months later yeah i'm not i'm not like a big fan of like like my dad always pushed he's like this is hot you gotta drop it now it's gonna be hot now and i'm like well if it's good music it'll be good in a year it'll be good in two years that's how I look at it, because I'm not trying to be, like, a little, like, phase or nothing. I want, like, just want, you know what I mean? Like, I want longevity in anything I do, but fucking, yeah. <laughs> I don't, what I'm working on right now, it's honestly, I don't, I don't like to put much thought into it. As far as, like, I came up with this little saying, like, a month or two ago, like, so, like, people say, like, I kill my beats and shit. Well, I don't want premeditated murder, so I don't listen to I don't listen to the beat. I don't not like I have beats in my email right now that my producer that I work with a lot sent me, and it's tempting to listen, but I don't want to listen until I'm like in mode to record. Yeah. Because my my process for the past year has honestly it's just been I've honestly like cut out writing a lot. Like I could never ever I. Uh, I found that beat back in like October or something and 
I, I just kept the melody in my head and I ended up writing like the whole song in my head. It's changed a couple times, even on the final version that's out. Like I have like different versions that I remember, but I just stopped writing, bro. And just like whatever the vibe is really. Yeah. So I can't really say what's coming next, but I got a song. I just uploaded to um, DistroKid, which thank God I changed over to them. Other one was Boo Boo, but um, this should come out Friday. It's called Sugar. Oh, word. Okay. It was gonna drop on uh, Mother's Day. It's a little, it's a little thing for the sugar mamas out there if they're looking for a little sugar baby, you know. Man, I could you. Uh, you can come find, right you can come find your boy Dub's career. <laughs> <laughs> Man, um, well that's dope. I'll uh, I'll add it to the schedule then. Yeah, and if um, I know, I know uh. I'm not sure if it was you or Alan, but I know you guys prefer the like releases on all platforms. But uh, even if you don't write or anything, but if you actually want to like check out something where there's a little more kind of like it's not like guilt as far as topic matter, but like it's just something that strays away from what's out. I just dropped like a little demo on YouTube last night that I made. Um, on Saturday, it's just like a little, a little experimental thing. I'll definitely check it out, man. Just send it in my way. Yeah, it's it's not engineered or nothing. I don't. I'm not really. I send everything out raw, and my guy handles it for me. But it's just something I cooked up at home that I just thought people might like a little. Plus, it was just fun to make and yeah, all that. Yeah, man, I'm about it. Yeah, I'll take all that you got. So. uh Yes, in my way. Um, as we're uh, as we're winding down here, I ask everyone the same two questions on the way out. And so, Dubsack, the first question is, what keeps you up at night? What keeps me up at night? Uh, a lot. Mainly, though, I, I like I don't like I don't like downtime. Yeah. So. I feel like that's what keeps me up because I'm always thinking of what I could be doing. Yeah. Or or something I have to do that I've been put like W with a cape, it's done. But I still gotta pay for all the beats. And I can, but I still like haven't sat down to track down all the producers and send them it yet. Which I will do this week now that we're now I'm setting the stone here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just it's just that, man. Like I opened up a new email and um it's like a business email i'm trying to like you know do like manager stuff but as myself and it's it's gotten me like a lot of good placements and shit so i check that way too often <laughs> just a lot of stuff keeps me up but yeah 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 i get that i'm, I'm not good with um as you say downtime i i call it dead air in yeah. my day like I have really severe anxiety, so like I always have to be doing shit. Like if I don't, if I'm not, if like I ever catch like a point in my day where like I don't have like something to engage me, like I just get really in my head. So yeah, me too. So that might that might be the case for me. I've never, I've personally never really like you know, seeked any kind of, like, help or anything like that or nothing. More so, yeah, I never really, like, reached out like that. 
or nothing. But music's like my therapy. Like that's that's it's like my bio on Facebook and shit. Like music, I feel like is my therapy. It's like if I am feeling like an overwhelming sensation of like anything, I've always like, especially past two years, like music. Here I'm pointing to my mic. You gotta put my boy in it. Yeah, it's my boy. It's <laughs> your boy. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's uh, the second question is uh, what puts you to sleep? All right, I watch a lot of like serial killer documentaries. Well, you know that is a uh, strangely enough that is a catalyst for for a lot of people that are like true crime to fall asleep and shit. Yeah, I watch that, but honestly, like as of as of lately, the thing like helped me go to sleep is just like have, like being at peace with everything. Yeah, and not having the same worries as I have had in the past. I got, like, you, maybe if you met me, like, a, shit, because I moved out when I was 17. So if you would have met me, like, back then or something, I mean, I had so much fuck shit going on and everything, bro. Like, I either had to be, like, high or drunk to go to bed. Like, that's just, like, I was just too, like, out here doing, like. Yeah. And, and I had a lot of problems at home like where I was and shit, like where I just never addressed them or nothing. And I just always thought things would soothe over, but yeah, I feel like I masked a lot of that through like drinking and out or smoking, more so smoking. I've never been like much of a drinker or nothing, but Word. Yeah. plus I'm under 21, so I can't drink anyways. So, <laughs> well, <laughs> well, gulp. Yeah. Oh, I'm done. Um, Man, uh, thanks for being on the show, dude. I'm glad we could finally talk. Hell yeah. Thanks for having me. I watched, I watched a couple of them. I watched, like, um, the one with Nick Grace and shit. Oh, yeah. That's that, that's my guy, Nick Grace. Uh, I, met, I met him at the show where I got the dub sack name. I should have said that. Oh, word. Yo, yeah. That's how, that's how me and him met. Yeah. he's. I love talking to him. Yeah, thanks again. Uh, looking forward to what you're doing next. For everyone watching, go stream Dub Sack. I'll be tagging a link to his music. Um, go stream Dub is Down. Go stream Doomed. Go stream Guilt. Go stream CPR. Uh, pretend. Emphasis, emphasis on guilt. <laughs> emphasis on guilt. Yes. <laughs> thanks for watching, Mr. Nice Guy, as always. We'll see you next time. I'm not going to